In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. I am free. Thank God. I is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Great to be back with you on the air. God is doing great things. We are glad and proud to announce that this program is reaching people. Uh, People have been purchasing some of our materials, some of our resources, so that was encouraging for me to discover that. Um, We'd love to hear from some of you out there. Um, If you'd like to tell us your story of sexual abuse or overcoming sexual abuse, probably realistically more a combination of both of those two, um, just write to us. Write to us. We'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at P.O. Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or you can email us at VIR2US1 at Verizon.net. We'd like to hear from you. If you also like to support our program and the work that we are doing and that God is doing through us, we do accept donations. Um, we plan to set up an actual PayPal link on our site, um, hopefully real soon, but you may mail donations to us at that same P.O. box payable to Diane Jones. Um, We don't like to beg for support. Um, I don't even like to ask for it, to be honest with you. But I know that it is a necessary thing. Finances are necessary to um, promote the program. And it is a way for... um, you out there to support a great cause and to help in reaching 
a hurting person. So we, um, your support would be greatly appreciated. If God places it on your heart, we do accept donations. How about that? <laughs> well, it's been hot over here in my neck of the woods. I am not, you know, I didn't even look at the exact temperature today, but it was hot. I, I know it had to have been, I, I believe I heard my husband say it was at least 87. Um, and that was hot for us. That was hot uh, for me today. I felt it as I was out uh, taking care of business and running my errands. So tonight I am sipping iced tea. Not doing the hot tea. I'm doing iced tea tonight. I'm, I made some of that rose hips, hibiscus rose hips that I love. Mixed it with some green tea and came up with a very refreshing, cool um, drink. <laughs> Substitution for the hot tea. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Last time I was on the air with you live, I think, I think, I think, I think I told you all I'd give you updates from time to time about Chris and I's weight loss. We were embarking on a plan to lay aside the weights that so easily beset us. That's uh, a quote from a scripture. And our actual physical weight was one of those things that we were um, battling with. Hey, ladies, I know once I hit my 30s, things changed. Didn't have that problem when I was younger. So now it is a work in progress. So anyway, um, we had to make some adjustments. That's the truth. Bottom line, we had to make some adjustments we are trying a different approach. We, as I told one of our friends, how did I put that? Um, we abandoned the ship. <laughs> we abandoned the ship, but it was only momentarily uh, long enough for us to reevaluate our approach and try something different. So it is still a work in progress. It will more than likely just continue to be a lifestyle change, right? That's the healthiest way to do it. And I am really, really relying on the Lord, just like I recommend regarding other things, just like I recommend regarding deliverance and overcoming emotional trauma. I am praying and asking the Lord for his wisdom, for his direction, and for his help. And you know what? That works for me. It works for me in every aspect of my life. So I will keep you posted. All right? If you're interested, I'll keep you posted. Okay, let's see. What else can I talk about before getting into the meat of our subject? Uh, last week-ish, sometime around last week, might have been a few days beyond a week, I posted something Special, something interesting on our ministry Facebook page. 
It's called Equipping the Saints Ministries. You can find us on Facebook. The link is on our radio program, our host page. Uh, the link is there. But um, go on there. See what the posting was about. Okay? I'm not going to read it to you tonight because I'm trying to encourage you all to go to our Facebook page. And to do so from time to time, um, like us on, on, on our Facebook page, just so that we know you visited, not for any vain reason, not because we want to be liked or anything like that, <laughs> but just so that we know that you visited us. It's just really nice to hear from some of you, um, makes, makes this even the more special when we hear from you okay so tonight I plan to review we're going to start all over with the content and the emphasis of our program why am I doing this well I thought okay we could wait till the year the, the year is up, uh, like September to September is our anniversary. Uh, we could wait till the year is up, but I was just kind of praying about it and wondering what direction to take and if I should try to do something new, um, you know, how that goes. But, you know, I felt like there's nothing new about sexual abuse. There's nothing new about it. It's been happening for thousands of years. Millions continue. Millions of people continue to be abused daily. So we don't want to commercialize or sensationalize our program. We don't have to stay trendy. We are not in competition with anyone for ratings. Um, we we are just going to keep reviewing the issues concerning this very ungodly practice. Uh, the residual effects remain the same. The residual effects of sexual abuse remain the same. So there's really no need for us to change. Um, some of you may even know someone who is suffering in silence. Some of you may be suffering in silence tonight as I speak from the residual effects of your sexual abuse. If you are, we really truly hope and pray that we can help. If you know someone who's been abused, we hope to help you, prepare you to reach out to them. If you're not comfortable doing it yourself, tell them about us. Tell them about our resources, which, in, which can also be, uh, the links to those books can also be found on our host page. Tell them about us. Um, that's a start, and that is helping. Okay? So, we're going to keep, keep, keep.
keeping it real. That's what we're going we're gonna to do. We're going to keep keeping it real. Is that a good plan? I think so. By the way, my honey, my, the love of my life, he is listening in. Um, he's still with me. <laughs> still with me in the fight. Still moving forward in our, in our uh, mission. So he is uh, listening behind the scenes and will let us know if we have any, if I'm forgetting anything, uh, yada, yada, yada. So looks like we're coming up on our first break. I will be back after the break. TBC. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, we're back. We're back and we are at it tonight. I'm going to um, review, as I said, some of the um, issues concerning sexual abuse. I have some articles that I would like to uh, start out with. But before I get into those articles, let me also say that um, sponsorship opportunities are available. If you would like to sponsor our program anyway, in any way, you know, if you're involved or 
you have a business or if you're involved with your church or something and you think your church would like to extend their outreach um, program, then sponsorship of opportunities are also available uh, for this program. So you can contact me uh, at one of those um, addresses that I previously mentioned. Okay, email me and um, we'll talk about it. I can return your call, so forth and so on. I'll have my people talk to your people. No, I'm kidding. I am my people. <laughs> All right. So just wanted to throw that out there as well. Um, let's see. I've got a couple of articles. The first one... Well, let's go with the first one. I'm gonna, the first one I'm going to read is, it says, by Philip Caulfield, New York Daily News. Okay? New York Daily News. Super gonorrhea outbreak around the world. I got this from X Ministries. EX Ministries. All right. Super gonorrhea outbreak around the world. Super gonorrhea sweeping the globe. Health experts warn. Mutated strain that is resistant to antibiotics has popped up in several countries. Doesn't produce telltale symptoms. Hmm. Doesn't produce the usual symptoms. All right. Health officials are warning about a super strain of gonorrhea that is now sweeping the globe. Scientists first discovered the antibiotic-resistant version of the sexually transmitted disease in Japan in 2008 and are worried about it spreading after cases cropped up in Australia, France, Norway, Sweden, and Britain. Uh, the Associated Press reported, this organism has basically been developing resistance against every medication we've thrown at it. Dr. Mujula Narasimham, I hope I didn't butcher that name, a scientist in the World Health Organization's Department of Sexually Transmitted Disease told the AP. Continued, in a couple of years, it will have become resistant to every treatment option we have available now, she said. Isn't that interesting? Gonorrhea, sometimes known as the CLAP, is the second most common STD in the world after chlamydia, with some 106 million Cases reported worldwide each year and about 700,000 in the U.S. I'm going to give you my commentary pretty soon here. It typically causes abdominal pain, discharge, and painful urination. If left untreated, it can lead to more serious conditions such as birth defects and fetal death, fetus death. It usually, it's usually knocked out by a group of antibiotics known as cephalosporins, 
which can be taken orally or injected. But scientists say the meds have been no match for the new super bug. Super bug in quotations. Experts don't know how, why the antibiotic resistance strain has spread. The available data only shows the tip of the iceberg. Lusty Narasimham said, even worse, the mutated strain doesn't cause the telltale symptoms typically associated with regular gonorrhea. They used to say that if you have urethral gonorrhea and you went to the bathroom, it would be like passing razor blades. It was that painful. Francis Nadoa, the WHO's former head specialist on STDs. Now people with gonorrhea sometimes only notice the discharge. It's not that painful anymore, so it can go undetected, people. That's my little um, addition to this article. It can go undetected. All right. The WHO, W-H-O, called for more research into new drugs and alternative treatments while health experts encouraged anyone with the infection to take two or more antibiotics at the same time to reduce the chances of new strains developing. Wow. I say, wow. In our book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, we talk about the consequences which the media doesn't generally want to do. Every so often something will come out about it, you know. But in general, it's not something that the shows, the sitcoms, the, you know, the movies um, are dealing with. Uh, because in the secular realm, in the worldly realm, promiscuity, uh, sexual activity outside of marriage, promiscuity, is glamorized. It is glamorized. They don't want you to think about the consequences uh, in general because, hey, that would interfere with business, right? Bottom line, that would interfere with business, um, sex sales. Sex sales. It's Everything just about is laced with sexual innuendos. Commercials that have nothing to do with sexual relations are laced with sexual innuendos. One of the latest ones that uh, Chris and I were just commenting on is uh, something to do with um, Drano. I, uh, not, I'm not talking about the product. I'm saying it had to do with someone's drain being um, clogged up. And the two guys come to the door saying, we're here to unclog your pipes. But they're saying it in real, you know, deep, heavy voice and with sexual undertones. And the words that they're using to describe what 
needs to be done and what they will do is just laced with sexual innuendos. So, you know, according to the secular, secular, why am I tongue-tied, world, sex sells. So, of course, they're not going to tell you with every commercial, but promiscuity may cause STDs. They're not going to tell you that. <laughs> so I just kind of casually, you know, was doing research for the show and wanted to remind you that there are consequences to sexual abuse. On this show, we do not just talk about rape, incest, pedophilia, pornography, but we talk about lifestyles, lifestyles, uh, of sexual abuse, how people abuse themselves even by their lifestyle choices, by choosing to be promiscuous. That's a secular term. Of course, in the book, we give you some biblical terminology. Okay, we try to keep it real on this show because this is a reality. That's going to lead me into... My next article, now with this article, I decided not to print it because I didn't want to read the whole thing. Not that it was that lengthy, but to be honest with you, I didn't want to give credit to or credence to um, family, what do they call it here? Uh, uh, Planned Parenthood. So I... We'll tell you the source. The source is sbclocal.com. So you can look it up yourself if you want to read the whole thing. But I wasn't going to read the whole article so I could praise um, Planned Parenthood in any way. But uh, I wrote down the, 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 the highlights of the article, how they lead into the subject matter. It says population control. Population control, okay? Planned Parenthood set up in high school, exclamation marks. After reading the article, I read some of the responses to the article. It says, um, well, according to the responses, this isn't anything new. Um, The article kind of made it seem like this was something new. This was a precedent sort of thing. But according to the responses, some of the people said, oh, this is nothing new. You know, they did that on my campus in high school back in 1990-something. Okay. Um, Their goal is supposedly to reduce unplanned pregnancies. But I quote from this article, I quote from this article about half of the visits this school year have been for reproductive health, reproductive health, in quotes, about half of the visits this school year have been for reproductive health. Okay, my thoughts are that Planned Parenthood has been around for a while now. Okay, and if their approach is such a wonderful idea, and if it is such a, okay, you'll have to see what I think uh, after the break. (laughs) 
Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back, and I was getting ready. To, well, I started telling you my thoughts on the um, the portions of the article that I just read concerning population control, Planned Parenthood set up in high school, exclamation marks. Um, my thoughts. Planned Parenthood has been around for a long time now. Uh, Their approach is to educate about, um, you know, STDs, provide contraceptives, um, even provide um, abortions, all in an attempt to reduce unwanted, unplanned pregnancies. They've been around for a long time now. Why are unplanned pregnancies still a problem? Why are they even why is it even still a problem? Why is it why is it still happening? The quote that I said before the break about half of the visits this school year have been for reproductive health. Who knows? Was that 
I mean, that I'm sure that's the gamut. STDs, probably unwanted pregnancies. Um, it's probably it's probably all of the above. Well, it's still a problem because sexual promiscuity is rampant. Is rampant in this country, and it is being pushed and promoted. I I think this is such hypocrisy. This is such hypocrisy in in you know in this country to put to allow you know to allow uh, programs of this sort uh, pushing it down people's throats. You know the the limitations have been. Uh, how should I say, uh, for instance, like the ratings on movies, you know, what used to be PG-13 is now really real. Well, what is PG-13 is now really R. And what used to be like, uh, was it Jeep? Uh, oh, Lord, help me. The one that was safe, I want to say general, um, can't think of the right word for that. You know, it's really PG-13. I mean, come on. We keep taking the parameter, the safety limits off. We keep, you know, uh, making everything more and more acceptable. But the problem and the consequences are the same, people. They're the same. They're the same. I don't care if you find the cure today. Ten years from now, there's going to be something else. Five years from now, there's going to be something else. Okay? Uh, mankind cannot outsmart God. With God, all things are possible. But without him, we're going to keep running into the same issues. We're going to keep running into the same problems. And promiscuity is a problem. It's a spiritual problem. It's a physical problem. It's a mental, emotional. It can cause, I should say, mental and emotional problems. Okay? It causes health issues. If promiscuity is all good, why does it have so many repercussions? And why isn't it being talked about? Because some people have a personal agenda to, hey, line their own pockets, you know, greed. Uh, some of them are consumed with lust themselves. So, so hey, they say you want it, so we're going to give it to you. We're going to give it to you. And not only are we going to give it to you, we're going to promote it. We're going to promote it. Well, I say not so. Not so. We're going to keep it real. We're going to tell you here, here the uh, flip side. The flip side. We're going to keep telling it like it is. Like it is. Okay. Last article. And let me see how I want to do this. Um, do I want to read this whole thing? Uh, I might just skim some of this too because it's kind of kind of lengthy, but um, SFU scientists contribute to HIV breakthrough. One in 300 patients is able to control HIV infection naturally. Um, 
Agency Francy Pressy. So it looks like that came from Agency Francy Pressy, June 11, 2012. Um, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. <laughs> okay, so they think they have a breakthrough. Um, they have noticed, they've discovered that 300 patients, one in 300 patients is able to control HIV infection naturally. Scientists have discovered why a small minority of people are naturally resistive to the virus that causes AIDS, a finding that could be key to creating a vaccine. Could be t key to creating a vaccine. My uh, addition to that statement is why, why, would we, why would we have to create a vaccine? Is the answer to keep pushing the envelope, to keep pushing the behaviors that cause the problem? Is why keep pushing those behavior so that we have to keep trying to come up with vaccines? Help me, people. Does that make sense? Why keep pushing the behavior? I'm not foolish enough to think that people are going to stop, as a rule, being promiscuous. I know that that's part of the sinful nature, that's part of the human nature, and as a rule, people are not going to stop doing it. But for those who supposedly care, why push, or those that have the responsibility toward the public, why push and promote the behavior that is detrimental to us so we have to come up with cures? Help me, help me get it. I don't get it. Except that it's rebellion. It's rebellion and it's, and it's, um, it's just, it's just crazy. Okay. Let's see. Until now, it has been well known that people with HIV have tons of these killer cells said Bruce Walker, an infectious disease expert at the Reagan Institute in Massachusetts. Tons of killer cells, okay? Doesn't sound like a positive outcome to me for promiscuity. It just doesn't sound like a good thing to me. We have been scratching our heads since then, asking how, with so many killer cells around, people are getting AIDS. It turns out there is a special quality that makes them, some cells, better at killing. Wow. Okay. Let's go down here. We know different people will progress to AIDS in a varying amount of time. Some people progress with very quickly and some very slowly. Uh, the Boston Lab is interested in people progressing the slowest. Again, I say, if we didn't push the promiscuity, maybe we wouldn't have to be sitting around scratching our heads and trying to find cures. I can't stand putting bandages on problems that go deeper than a Band-Aid. You know, to me that is hip hypocrisy, it's hypocritical. Did, let's just put a Band-Aid on it. Let's just, you know, why not go to the root of the problem? Well, that's what we do on this program. We address the root of the problem. 
anything else I want to say in here? HIV kills a type of white blood cell called CD4, leaving people with AIDS wide open to other opportunistic and potentially deadly infections. Just want to remind everyone listening that sexual promiscuity has its consequences. Of course, we know that some people have contracted HIV through things like blood transfusion blood transfusions um, back in the earlier um, years, especially when, when, um, when it was not, when, when uh, donated blood was not tested and, um, you know, screened because they just didn't know, you know, uh, that all this was going on. Well, um, I, I know that there's sexual promiscuity is not the only way people have contracted HIV. Health workers, you know, may have been uh, exposed uh, in the course of their work, you know, poked by a needle, so forth and so on. But the majority, the majority of the cases are attributed to someone's sexual promiscuity. Okay that husband or that wife or that person who was in quote unquote a monogamous relationship who contracted it from their partner uh it was still someone's sexual promiscuity all right so we just want to keep it real remind people of the consequences of sexual promiscuity that is why God says for us not to commit fornication. Uh-oh, there's the biblical definition of sexual promiscuity. Is it because he's controlling and demanding and just wants to take all the fun out of life? No, it's because he cares for us. He knows the consequences. Even when we refuse to accept them, he knows the consequences. He knows the consequences and he loves us and he cares for us and he wants to prevent us from incurring the consequences of sexual immorality. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. 
You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Nightcap Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gay Boys. Sex and dating commentary with the impersonal, the unknown political masked man, and people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Lauren Christie, 10 to midnight Eastern on Toginet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Thank God. I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Contrary to what the secular view is, what the worldly view is, uh... Sexual immorality has consequences. It does. It really, really, really does. I've experienced it in my own life. I know thousands, probably millions, like, I mean, like from this article that I just read, what was it? 700,000 cases in the U.S. alone of gonorrhea, new outbreak of gonorrhea, so even though they think they have a breakthrough for HIV, um, it's ongoing. It's, it's, it's ongoing, okay? So um, when we talk about sexual immorality, what are we talking about? Well, let's do some review. Like I said, I promised that we were going to start doing some review. So from... The book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, millions of people are sexually abused each and every year, not just by rapists, child molesters, pedophiles, also known as pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preference. Okay. You may ask. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Well, there are millions of people who enjoy 
being raped again and again. Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? We talk about it. We detail it. We explain it for you. Okay. Can a sex offender be healed, delivered from abusing others? Another very important question. Um, can they be healed or delivered and delivered from abusing others? Some say no. Some say yes. Well, you can find answers to these questions in the pages of this book. Overcoming sexual abuse. As you are reading this book, someone is being sexually abused. That is how prevalent sexual abuse is. Okay. And I'm going to give you some definitions of sexual abuse. I'm going to tell you what, what I'm, I'm going to break down what I'm actually talking about in case you don't know. Okay. But I have to tell you, I have to remind you, sexual abuse is a natural human act. This is not anything new. This is not anything new. Okay? It's a human act. It's a part of the sinful nature. It will not go away. It will be an inherent part of the human race as long as sin, which is violations against God's laws, exist in the earth. Okay. You know, he gives us, God gives us a free will. He gives us a free will for we're all free to choose. And unfortunately, billions of people are choosing to reject him, Re refuse, uh, choosing to reject his standard. So as long as sin violations against God's laws exist, we're going to have sexual abuse. Okay. It, it comes with the package too. No, people don't really want to talk about it. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to talk about it. Matter of fact, I just keep trying to, I just keep, whew, I keep telling myself I'm not going to go here, but just recently, May 21st to be exact, because I still remember the date, <laughs> we had a very public announcement that really and truly broke my heart because our leader, commander in chief, confirmed, condoned a form of sexual abuse. <laughs> Even though we know that uh, it's been around forever, doesn't make it good for us. Doesn't make it good for the people that are involved in it even, but it was condoned on national television in a very significant way. Um, sexual abuse is the result of sexual immorality passed on from one generation to the next. The worldwide effects of sexual immorality will only be abolished when sin is abolished. Is that possible? 
Yes. Yes, it can be abolished in your own life. It can be overcome in your own life. If you want it to be, it can be overcome in your own life. Okay, I am not foolish enough to think that we're going to eradicate it uh, through our efforts or anybody else's efforts, because as long as there are uns unsaved, ungodly uh, people who reject God and his and his statutes and his, you know, uh, provisions and, and, and instructions for us, it's going to be with us. It's going to be with us. Okay, I've shared articles with you about how, uh, uh, what was it, child pornography, just recently, child pornography, viewing child pornography is legal in New York City. Viewing child pornography is legal in New York City. Someone was tried because they found pornographic child pornographic material on his computer, but they couldn't prove that he solicited it or saved it, I guess. So just because he viewed it, they said they had, they, they didn't find him guilty. They had to let him go because according to the laws, viewing child pornography is okay. Well, then my question is, is how did whoever posted those pictures online, get those pictures. Whose child did they take sexual pictures of? Whose child was, was, that, was that okay to do to? To take photos in, 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 in you know, in, in very inappropriate ways and post them online for someone else to view. How is that legal in New York? Well, when you open the floodgates to sexual immorality, you open the floodgates for sexual abuse. And what they in effect said was, so what about the child who was photographed? Which could be yours next? And I know some of you probably wouldn't even care. Some people listening probably wouldn't even care because some of you are doing it. Okay, but there are consequences. There are consequences. Sexual immorality is passed on from one generation to the next. What you do to that child, that child is probably going to repeat and do to somebody else because more than likely they're not going to know anything different. You're going to pervert their sexual appetite and you're going to confuse them so that they perpetuate that same thing on someone else. And for some of you, I know that that's probably what your agenda is. But we're here to say it is not a healthy, good, wholesome, righteous thing to do. It's evil. Okay? All sin has generational consequences. But sexual sin is an assault against one's individual soul and person. It is not just external, it is internal. Therefore, it has internal and external consequences. It has both internal, emotional, mental,
psychological, internal, soul invaded, uh, confusion sown into that person's spirit, internal and external consequences, physical disease, sickness, processes that start. There's evidence linking fibroid, uterine fibroid tumors to sexual abuse. There's been recent evidence linking fibroids to sexual abuse, women who have been abused. You know, has internal and external consequences. But the, sex, the effects of sexual abuse can be abolished in your life. All right? Of course, we're going to have to TBC this, but, you know, and we'll get into more details about what we're actually talking about, the types of sexual abuse that we're talking about. Um, I have found from personal experience that people don't want to talk about these things, but we're going to talk about these things. We're going to pick it up next week. I hope that I put something on your mind. I hope that you will put something on someone else's mind and you will tell others to tune in next week as we continue overcoming sexual abuse. How about that? All right. Have a wonderful week. May God um, bless you and stir your hearts. Stir your hearts, stir your minds. Um, may he be on your mind this week. All righty. 